Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sound Collision episode, I think 25, but officially the second show with Miss NBK over here. No, that's not a new bike, it's yeah. Nina Bianca Korzen, all the way from Cologne, Germany, and uh, she's got her nerd swagger on today, glasses, haircut, blue hoodie, it, it's the whole, the whole package basically. We're going to get this show started, a little bit of switch gears as we continue to converse here. But basically, a major, major tragedy happened in the last week. Uh, We lost one of our rock legend greats, Chester Bennington, from Lincoln Park. Quite a hard loss, especially at the age of 41. That's a lot sooner than we expected, and no one was expecting to be exact. And I just wanted to ask uh, Nina's feedback, uh, because I know she has a lot more history with Lincoln Park, especially from the Hybrid Theory days. So, uh, Nina, how's your response to the news, and what's your reaction like? I first got in um, in touch with Linkin Park's music actually through a, through a friend of mine when I was in in university. I heard it when I was, you know, when I was pretty much. I think I was sleeping over at her place, and we were listening to some music, and I, I said, "Wow, that's that's uh, that's that's great." And it was funny because it was actually it wasn't her music. She was into really pop poppy stuff normally. Right. This really, you know, this caught my attention first time. She burned the CD for me. Of course, you know, now I I own it. Um, <laughs> Just clarifying that for all you uh, copyright police out there. But she's still she's still not fully justified because she only buys greatest hits no. album and listens to the rest on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on blast. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. That was pretty much uh, that was pretty much the start, and I've been into kind of this crossover music anyway because I love the BC Boys very much, mm-hmm. and of course they did it from from the early days. They did oh. a, did a mash of, um, of rock and and rap. And one song I'm still especially fond of is Sabotage. Oh yeah. Um, and of course, you know, every theory is this, um, you know is an album you know full of full of these moments where you got. Smooth hip hop by Mike Shinoda and of course Chester with this kind of croaky, raspy voice, kind of yeah, just giving it all, rocking it. My history actually is uh, yeah, of course you know it's it's long, but I actually didn't listen to much of their stuff except for the Jay Z collab. That's right. an album I know very well. It's not that long, but especially, you know, it's it's still devastating to hear about, you know, someone committing suicide who's in the still, you know, in, in his prime. You know, 41 is not an age to leave your family, to leave leave your fans, to leave your band members um, mm-hmm. alone. But it's, I think it's, his death is pretty much a string. Yeah, it's, it's one in a string of many deaths that have kind of, shocked us um in the last year that you know either people just you know whether it's you know whether it's disease or whether it's it's suicide a lot of people just kind of went went too early 
And I mean, he definitely did. And also the way he chose to die, you know, is is not one. I don't even want to picture hanging myself. That's mm-hmm. probably one of the most terrible things for me to imagine. I mean, if, you know, what can you tell? What can you tell a family? I mean, they're still. It's at the moment. It's it's also near that they probably don't really have the nerve. If people, you know, have the nerve of hearing people tell them how much. Um, they're sorry for their loss, despite the fact that it's all, you know, everyone does feel it. So, you know, the only thing you can say probably is, is take your time. You know, the same thing I said when my, my dad passed away in 2013. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the moments when you think about it just become, they become different. They're still there, but they become kind of fills with more joy of the memories that you shared. And, you know, it's not the grief that is pretty much you know, burying you underneath. Yeah. Which is probably how they must feel at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, I yeah, guess... It's, it's a massive loss. Right. It massive gets me... Definitely. It gets me thinking about, you know, how, you know, the time we have is like a vapor. It could be here today, gone tomorrow. And then the other thing is that we need to not only value what's more important in life, because even someone of Chester Bennington's, you know, fame stature... Even despite, you know, you could be so close to a person and still not know what's really going on yeah. in the, you know, the deepest parts of their mind or their heart. You know, at the end of the day, we have to, before we even, you know, consider, you know, something like that, we have to ask ourselves, like, is this really going to be a worthy decision? Uh, what kind of people am I leaving behind? What are going to be the consequences of this? Because... I think the most tricky thing about, because uh, I've even dealt with suicidal thoughts as a kid, the most tricky thing about it is, in that moment, you're only thinking about a permanent escape to a temporary problem. You're not thinking about the consequences it's going to have on the people around you, or you think like you've reached the peak of everything you could hope for in life, and you don't see any point past that, or maybe you never reach what you hope for. And you think there's no way of ever getting it. So, you know, so many things plague the mind and we just hope that we can honor the legacy in the best way possible. But I hope that what people really get out of this is that we need to value our life again. Life is not a thing that, you know, is cheap or, you know, that we could just even out on a playing field with, you know, with less evolved creation or stuff like that. We have to really know that in this high form of creation that we're in, you know, the power of our brains, the power of our emotions, the power of our heart, we have to value what we've been given. So, and not take that for granted and not take the people around us for granted either, because we could have all the fame in the world and and still not be satisfied um, without, you know, serious in-depth friendships or, or friendships that don't lead us to make, you know, crazy choices like that. So, because, I mean, I remember, I think it was even one of his close friends had committed suicide two months before. Chris Cornell. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, in, in light of that, um, which was another thing that they even touched on in the series that I told you about, 13 Reasons Why, how even in the aftermath of a suicide, it actually has a domino ripple effect that can cause other people around that person to want to commit suicide as well because they start dealing with guilt at what could I have done better to save them from making that sort of decision. A lot to think about, a lot to grasp, even though we're going to be 
enjoying the music that we're hearing today we just you know our hope for our audience is that you get a little bit of notion to value life again and and value not only just value it at surface value but value it from a deeper level anyhow our first two tracks are eerie descent i like that double metaphor word there by lincoln park up against a guide to marine life who actually nina heard me cover it for the first time on smully by falling up all right here we go
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was A Guide to Marine Life by Falling Up, and that was going up against how Nina pronounces it, Eredescent. Descent, I must be German way, or Eerie Descent. I like to say Eerie Descent because it makes it sound like a double metaphor <laughs> by Linkin Park. Okay, before we get into my thoughts about the Linkin Park or or our thoughts about the, the whole round as a whole, I had to go back and look at the iTunes Store album review of the album that the song A Guide to Marine Life uh, was the intro for, and I loved the start of this review because I think it pretty much summarizes that era of rock in the mid-2000s period, probably to describe Linkin Park sound at that time too. It says, 10 years from now, of course that was back in 07, but they're saying 10 years from now when the current Vogue for smarty pants non-sequitter song titles has passed, everyone will look back on songs called A Guide to Marine Life and shake their heads in mild embarrassment. <laughs> that was like, they were like, in my opinion, I disagree with that, but in, in my opinion, like, you look at some of the song titles, for example, like on the Captiva album, like, how they made cameras, the dark side of indoor track meets, Drago or the Dragons, Arc to Octalis, like all these like <laughs> what they call smarty pants non sequitur song titles. <laughs> it kinda like filled like the rock genre of the mid two thousands period. It was almost like the type of titles that either you had to dig real deep to get the meaning of or had nothing to do with the actual song. <laughs> So, and now I think the non-sequitur miss has jumped into music videos today because now you see a bunch of music videos that have nothing to do with the song. So, <laughs> it, see, it seems like we're in a an era where the music videos are getting more epic and movie-like, but less and less of them have anything to do with the song. Very cool and yet very strange at the same time. Anyhow... Getting back to the two songs. Eerie Descent has an excellent climb and build to it. Perfectly designed like a movie soundtrack. I like its constant rising, rising, rising appeal. However, despite the amazing production, the song and vocals itself is a little bit dry for me for Linkin Park standards, especially knowing their history prior to that record. Now, here's the thing. A Guide to Marine Life... Even though arti it's artistically brilliant with its lyrics and its non-sequitur, as Smarty, iTunes says, Smarty Pants song title. But basically, I think Jesse Rabordi has a very tight angle on melodies. Like, even though it has a more pop-rock-oriented feel, his melody is so strong, even though it's so by-the-book, that it stays with you from first listen. You don't have to hear that song twice to already sing along with it. It's one of those type of songs where first listen, you could already sing along with it. That might be a bad thing for some. For me, it's a good thing because I appreciate hit songs just as I appreciate independent or, or non-hit songs. I like that Marine was in the title because not only with the shipwreck and the lyrics, but also the keys itself sounded like you could envision like a, a, a music video was never made for it, but you could envision like a turquoise colored music video with like oceanic type keys sounding in the effects. And especially that bridge part when they drop the guitars again. That was probably the most dreamlike bridge I've ever heard. And there's quite a few dreamlike bridges from Falling Up, but that was one of them. So do I go with a more standard 
structure or a more experimental structure with Linkin Park? Because both of them are experimental rock bands, Linkin Park and, and Falling Up. Well, Linkin Park kind of worked their way towards there. And it's funny because they had a, they had a similar change. Falling Up on a rap core sound and then evolved into experimental. Very similar to Linkin Park. I'm gonna go Falling Up. I hate to do it, but I'm gonna... I, I Maybe it's a little biased because I'm a harder, diehard fan of Falling Up. I have a, a much larger portion of their discography compared to Linkin Park. Just hearing the two songs back-to-back over and over again, Eerie Descent never sticks with me as much as A Guide to Marine Life. Nina, what's your thoughts? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's quite funny how you keep stealing my words, you know, how... Uh... <laughs> How um, I'm in a position to hardly know what to say after after you've been, um, you know, after you've been making your statement. Um, well, it was my show before I brought you on, so no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, following up a guy to Marine Life, I just, you know, just heard for the first time. Was very impressed, pretty much for the same reasons that, that you mentioned. I love Jesse Ribordi was his name, right? Yes. Um, I loved his his vocals. You know, it, they didn't really make the mistake of doing any sort of smooth thing, glossing up. They just left the draw um, the way it should be. But then again, he comes along with this with an hypnotic quality to to his voice, especially you know in that part as you said that's that starts with "Call to the Trees," which is just fantastic. And it you know it had me within the first seconds, but kind of this. Hypnotic ending, I think, was fantastic. It's and you know, if you put something like "Call to the Trees" in it, it makes me think of Lord of the Rings instantly and the March of oh, the yeah. Ends and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that you know, that's um, that's always that's always captivating. And I love all sorts of songs which have this kind of marine language and have pictures and elements in it about ship shipwreck, and they get me every time. So. Yeah, Falling Up is my winner as well. If we were talking the old Aquaman, then that would have been a perfect song to go with it. But because the new Aquaman, Jason Momoa, is more of a rock star, I don't think it's going to match anymore. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so our round number one vote is a Falling Up win. Let's get into round number two, or round new middle dose. And that is going to be... Points of Authority mashed up with 99 Problems and One Step Closer by Jay-Z and Linkin Park, part of the Collision Course EP, and that's going to be followed by You'll Never Take Me Down by KJ52 featuring Kevin Young of Disciple. Let's go! If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. You got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me! Patrol on a gap patrol. Foes who wanna make sure his cask is closed. Rap critics who say his money cash holes. He's from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up in hoods, you get zapped for toes. You be celebrating the minute you was having dough. So critics, kiss our whole ass. You don't like the lyrics, you can press fast forward. Jay-Z has plum, rags to riches, we ain't done, we got 99 problems in a 
trunk is wrong. In the rear view mirror is the muff. Law, I got two choices, y'all. Pull over the car or bounce on the devil, put the pedal to the floor. And I ain't trying to know how we chase me, Jake. Plus, I got a few dollars, I can fight the case. So I pull over to the side of the road, I heard. Son, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Cause I'm young and I'm black and my hat's still low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. Am I under arrest or should I guess some more? Well, you was doing 55 in the 54. License and registration is the battle of the car. You carrying a weapon on you, know a lot of you are. I ain't stepping out of the on my paper chip. Well, do you mind if I look around the car a little bit? Well, my glove is probably the stop, so it's a trunk in the back. And I know my rights, so you gonna need a warrant for that. Aren't you sharp as attack? Give me some type of law or something, somebody important or something. Huh, I ain't past the bar, but I know a little bit enough that you want to legally search my... Well, we'll see how smart you are when the canines come. I got $99 for the bitch ain't one hit me.
shut me up till I can speak it all But they won't let me up, they wanna see me fall But it ain't nothing cause I done seen it all Sometimes I feel like I can't breathe it all I lie awake at night, I can't sleep it all I got no strength to fight, I can't shake it off But that's the time in my life when I hear you call You say hold tight, you say hold on You say it's alright, you say stand strong Cause my whole life, I gotta plan it all So I don't worry about a single thing that happens, y'all See what you want Talk on, but I'ma get on up and I'ma walk on. And I ain't giving up until I'm long gone. So once you step it up, bring it on, y'all. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was You'll Never Take Me Down by KJ52 featuring Kevin Young, a disciple. That was actually the first song I ever covered and and ever performed live when I started performing live back in South Africa. I think I was 15 years old at the time, back in 2008. I was going up against... I gotta get this long name correct. Points of Authority slash 99 Problems slash One Step Closer. That was the day and age of the early 2000s again where smash-ups was, uh, or mash-ups was like the big trendy thing to do. 
of taking a beat from one song and mashing it with the lyrics of another which they still do today but at that time it was like the trending topic and that was by jay-z lincoln park which is better a mashup or a natural collaboration um starting from scratch you'll never take me down that song in comparison to the jay-z and lincoln park mashup as classic of a uh, now i'm i'm really gonna take a huge chance here because i know i'm gonna insult a lot of people with this but as classic of a record as collision course ep is i would have preferred that they create original songs than just a bunch of mashups as as great as the mashups were i kind of found it a little lazy to not create songs from scratch like in my opinion when jay-z was really challenged was when he did the collaboration with kanye west on watch the throne because then you heard jay-z rapping over type of style beats he would never rap over in the past and it actually challenged him to rap over different genres of music while this one is just like okay let's see which tempo matches your original recording and then let's try to mash them up and then that makes it life easier for you as compared to kj and disciple who are if you ever, if you ever hear disciples discography they are worlds apart in sound so for them to create a song from scratch and it sounds that good and it's original lyrics not reproduced lyrics or re-released lyrics or two songs that were already out and they just mashed them together again as great of an idea it was and as to this day timeless collision courses i found it kind of now again i would do it as an artist for fun so i'm not saying that this is completely lazy to do if it's a great idea put it out there but if we're just talking work ethic alone kj52 and disciple they put a lot more hard work time and effort into what they were doing and maybe not even effort maybe it just came to them but because that was one extra part of the story i forgot to tell you out of the 75 songs he demoed 20 of those songs he recorded in one day so it, it just shows how crazy of a work ethic he's got so i think that was back to when i used to record in the studio i used to get compliments like i used to work with frank starchak he's actually a former producer for tupac he told me he said well he said two things he said josiah first of all not when you probably wouldn't know this because you haven't heard any of my personal stuff yet but he said first of all when you rap josiah you are black you're not white you don't sound like a white dude if if no one ever saw your face they probably think you're black and then he said second of all you're a one take guy you get it right the first take and even though we get five ten takes out of you usually your first or second take is usually your best kj to do 20 songs in one day he kind of strikes me as a one take guy as well so maybe i drew influence from him but anyway long story short even the jay-z lincoln Park sounds a little messy to me um even though again basic more basic basic structure but again it seems like basic structure has a way more of sticking with you when you understand how a listener's tone works for memorability purposes now for more technical experimental standpoint you will love the jay-z lincoln park mashup way better but for something a song that will stick with you that you can play over and over memorize the lyrics for a catchy chorus again i don't want to go for just aesthetic appeal or mainstream appeal or just what is easy on the ears but i'm sorry i gotta give it to kj and kevin young a disciple what about you well let's start with kj 52 
now I know. Last time we had that, you know, we had me asking, is it 52, 5-2? <laughs> and I, I Googled that and I I know that a lot of people mispronounce him in the beginning and were like, always like, oh, that's KJ52. Yeah. You won't believe how many songs he's written with making fun of the mispronunciations. <laughs> he even had a song called, which was one of his biggest hits, called KJFI5ETWO. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's 5-2. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm at KJ90210. No, it's KJ52. Oh, five, excuse me, excuse me. 5-2. KJU571. No, you're not hearing me. It's 5-2. Oh, 5-2. Man, just pay attention, man. Listen, listen. Oh. Five My two. name is KJ, a.k.a. Hey, 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 hey,
name is KJ Just so people never mispronounce it again. And that song came back in 03, and people still mispronounce it. <laughs> but then again, they don't know the story that's behind that. This is five loaves and two fish, something I also learned today when I was Googling this. That exactly. This is a biblical reference. Really cool. And I noticed when I heard You'll Never Take Me Down that he has a bit of a lisp, which is kind of, you know, which is kind of cute. Yeah. I think it's, it's nice when you got some kind of unique feature as a rapper you know doesn't really matter what it is but just something that makes you stand out a bit and, and having having a lisp is kind of you know this is i think that's um that's really really special oh yeah it's a great song but it hasn't really you know it hasn't really fully caught me it's catchy but then again i was you know i was i was taking a look at the lyrics and then it's mainly taking a you know talking about him being an imitator and you know, that people accuse him of being an imitator and then they're probably, you know, making reference to the fact, you know, of what we heard um, already last time, the, the Dear Stan stuff and the yeah. comparison to, to Eminem. Which um, has a ton of response tracks on that too, so I, I could I could understand yeah. how that could get interesting and tiresome for depending on the fan. You know, the second verse is about, you know, how you find strength in, in, in your faith which is which is really a good thing but it doesn't really have this for me it's it's lacking you know lacking something kind of cathartic beautiful beautiful moment really that that would completely win me over i'm definitely a fan of mashups i you know <laughs> what, what can i say oh yeah um i love it when you mix music genres and you confront artists with stuff they've never been doing before yeah. i just you know i just um i just love that it's though i i know that that um collision course when it came out in 2004 it was it received mixed responses it wasn't that people were all amazed about it like every like every mashup duo record of that time period bowell amarion r kelly and jay-z it seems like everyone had an epic fail besides one. They thought, okay, we had one hit song, so maybe we could make a hit record. And then, booyah, no, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> there was one review I reread today. I think I read it back in the days when the album came out. And it said that, that Collision Course has this kind of sanitized, this kind of sanitized because it's, yeah, there's nothing really that... that it's like cleaning both genres of its original meaning and kind of making it you want to start an operation and and get everything you know really working but i definitely you know definitely disagree with that because i think it all works works kind of well i'm a huge fan of the song 99 problems already in the you know in the jay-z version because it's so you know class level lyrics it's teaming up with some of the, you know, the best and catchiest Linkin Park songs. So it's it's not really adding something, something. It's not bringing something, something brand new to the story because mashups on you aren't original. You don't don't as as Josiah said. You don't do things from scratch. It doesn't seem very original. But back then, I think, I mean, music is about kind of being open for experiments and as a as a hip hop artist, kind of facing the fact that there is something outside you know um out of the hood yeah that makes 
that makes Jay-Z and Linkin Park the, the winners of this round for me. Yeah, and do you know what I... This, again, it's a major approval for your qualifications for the show. The fact that you did not allow a mixed review or a mass critic review affect your opinion makes you a perfect fit for the show. Because just like I will not allow a Rotten Tomatoes movie review affect my opinion of a movie in the same way <laughs> that <laughs> that is the same way for true opinion people out there that really express what's on their mind and heart. So thank you for that. Anyway, so that means a tie on that round, no results.
Alright ladies and gentlemen, that was Time Stand Still, Tim Iago Remix by Family Force 5, and that was up against Steve Aoki featuring Chester Bennington of Linkin Park, and that was Darker Than Blood. Now Steve Aoki I know is another one who really mourned this week at the passing of Chester Bennington. Both of them had very good chemistry with each other and uh, understood each other's uh, craziness and I know watching which I think is a an excellent documentary I'll sleep when I'm dead Steve Aoki you could catch it on Netflix if you haven't seen it yet I love how in that documentary they portray Steve Aoki not only the the uh, situation with his father which is very intriguing most people forget this EDM tends to receive a lot of hate for this that EDM is basically the modern rock and roll if you really think about it it kind of puts the aggression on a level playing field for everybody to understand instead of being isolated in a metal sound. As much as us rock purists miss the metal sound and miss the guitar riffs, techno, EDM, dubstep, and everything gave everyone the same crazy headbanging feel without the guitar riffs. You will notice that top EDM artists have a history in rock and roll. I'll take two for example. Zed being the former drummer, and then Steve Aoki. He's gotten a lot of hate for it. I actually praise him for it, for taking risks, even though not all of them paid off. I am a Aoki guy, so... Would I get the cake thrown in my face? I'm not sure to this day, but... <laughs> but still, I love when EDM DJs don't just stand there. Sorry, Jay-Z. I know you're not a DJ, but you do, you do just stand there, and Kanye sometimes too. But um, I like when EDM DJs actually throw themselves into the music, and Steve Aoki's one of them. Zed is probably more like me. I would like to throw myself around like Steve Aoki, but it doesn't work when you don't have that hair. You can't be a real rock head banger without long hair, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my that's just my my personal opinion. I know no insult to all the bald heads or low haircut rockers out there, but true headbangers are the long haired dudes. That's that's from my personal opinion. If you can't whip your hair back and forth like Willow, you're not a true rocker. But okay, but let's get back to the songs. I'm always getting to these side conversations, and it's frustrating the heck out of Nina. Okay, um, darker than blood is extremely techno heavy. And I think Chester's approach to it was very safe. Like, I would much rather listen to Linkin Park's remix albums with a techno um, or electronic influence compared to what I got with Darker Than Blood. Nothing about it really... And to be honest, the hook I find a little annoying. And again, that's no... I know a lot of... There's a lot of nuisance elements in Linkin Park's music. There's a type of nuisance that sounds interesting and catching, and there's a type of nuisance that is what it is, a nuisance. And this sense being the chorus is a nuisance to me. Now, time stands still, in my opinion. I don't know why certain sections of that song remind me of Zed. Like a, like a quiet, toned-down Zed. Not the adrenaline-heavy Zed, which, please, Zed, I love your new music. 
but if you don't give me anything adrenaline heavy like I want you to know or like your clarity album I will be slightly disappointed but keep doing your thing I love what you're doing but I think now you're giving us crumbs of what you used to do instead of that driving force that we got on the first two albums anyhow and that could be now just like we had the death of R&B and the death of rap core now we might go through the death of EDM with you know Calvin Harris new record and Zed stuff and whatever why does so many great music have to die because people got tired of hearing the same techno sounds for five six years or maybe radio killed it i don't know but time stands still i like the chorus somewhat i guess it's kind of harder to tell for nina because the original version i think is way superior but this remix i like its feel I would almost put this in like a dark neon lights type setting. Like, if I'm going at night past a mall with all the neon lights, especially in South Africa by the the biggest mall in the Southern Hemisphere, Gateway, this song, like, I have dire memories with this song in that setting. Like, you have to get yourself in an eerie place, surround yourself with neon lights, and if you don't like this song, that will absolutely make you love the song. So again, aesthetic biasness, I know, but and again, this probably sounds like crazy talk. As like you're like probably jo- like Josiah, you're saying nothing about the song. Okay, get to my vote, Family Force Five. What about you, Nina? Well, first thing I gotta say is that of course it's always about some sort of bias, you know, because whatever you hear reminds you of something you might have already heard, and then you're just automatically biased because you got memories, you know, there is some sort of mental connection. So never worry about that. Well, Steve Aoki and Chester, first of all, I got to say, I rewatched the video and the video actually is, you know, it's, it's great because um, Mm -hmm. it's all about, you know, people having some sort of infection where their blood turns black and you see pretty much the, the, you know, blackness, blackness through the veins and, they find a cure, though, actually. It's it's Mike and and Steve, you know, trying to find find the cure, and they do, actually. Mm-hmm. So the video is um, is very good. This, I think the song is... It's an okay enough song for you to, you know, for you to really, really dance to. But I think it, it fails to truly bring out the best or the things that, that make uh, Chester Bennington's voice. As I've been saying before, I don't like... The, you know the songs that much where they sound kind of subdued and kind of kind of smooth smoothed up or auto-tuned or just kind of you're trying to fit them in some kind of dancey mold which they don't belong you know you should really leave Chester's voice untouched and not really put any stuff over it this is one of the things I I don't like the lyrics I I do like actually um it's playing with a lot of dark imagery, you know, venom in your blood, about battlefields, about breaking someone's bones. It's kind of aggressive and destructive. It doesn't really seem to fit the music that much. Thank you. Excellent. It's really weird because it's... I would have much hear Linkin Park keep that song for themselves than give it to Steve Aoki. You know, in Family Force 5, you get this very positive message. And they fit together so well. It's, a, I think, a perfect music selection because I can't choose. It's for me. It's it's Positive a tie time. with yeah. One you know, time stands still is it's it's like a balance that always keeps on swinging more towards Family Force Five. But I can't really say exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tough and one, but really 
Great choice of songs. Once again. I gotta get back to uh, discography stunting again before we close. Family Force 5, I love their iTunes sound description of mashups if you were to sum up their their sound discography. If you could imagine all these bands put together in one blender, then you would get the sound of Family Force 5, and this is gonna, like, blow your mind. Mix Limp Biscuit with Duran Duran, Finger Eleven, Orgy, The Killers, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and that will give you Family Force 5. So, take all those bands together, and you get the Crunk Rock Party Band, which they're probably one of the most famous bands on the on the Vans tour in America. Their debut album probably gave Limp Bizkit the biggest run for its money in a long time. But then, go down their discography, and, and as their sound evolved, they started having all these elements of all these other bands thrown in with that Limp Bizkit feel. So, looking forward to next show. Thanks for being such an amazing co-host. I feel like a million bucks already that I chose you. You're a star. I love you much, and we look forward to the next show. <laughs> all right so let's close this out take care you guys it's in the end by lincoln park followed by a bunch of other tracks which i've picked that i feel will be appropriate all right let's go It starts with one thing, I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind, I'm designed this rhyme to explain in due time All I know, time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock takes life away, it's so unreal Didn't look out below, watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on, didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you
wish that I could climb out. I guess the hottest, and nobody will find out the way everyone thinks that everything is fine now. Everything ain't fine now. At home, these things are messed up with mom and dad. And at school, all my friends stabbed me in the back. No one is real anymore. I hate the way they act. There's so many things that I wish I had. It was right at the time when everything changed. Started looking at these things in a different way. Saw my life through God's eyes and it was the same. It was right at the time I called on your name. And then I saw all these lies that was thrown my way. I recognized that I need you and all that day. I cried out and seek you and that was when you came. Then that I seen you, I've been through a major change. That it's real cause it's so plain I finally feel I can make it through anything It don't matter what they speak now or if they hate They can't keep me down no more cause it's in your face Now or never will I be ashamed Cause I'ma stand strong and never bend this way I know that it's real, it's gonna be okay I hear you speaking in my ear, this is what you say I know you're real and it's so plain Past the highway that I'm flying on 
Which those who call, cause some guy was driving wrong I'm getting mad, cause I wonder why this is going on I just scream as I'm driving on I hate my day and this way that it's starting off I changed lanes and I thought that I was pulling on to the main lane But just then I saw this green Honda This straight chain, next thing it was the window shattered Felt the great pain, my body being bruised and battered It all changed, went black and I knew I had it I caught blood, breathed my last breath, that was it What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Out your chest and you find that it's life after death What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Out your chest and you find that it's life after death now Next thing I know everything it just got real quiet Open my eyes to my surprise and I was still silent I realized that I've died now it's my judgment Stand before the most high Now when all of a sudden He said to me Why should I let you into my heaven? I told God well really I'm a good person He showed my life in all the times Now that I was sinning Every line through every curse To every bad decision To every lie to every word There was nothing hidden He showed a price died And with my life that I'd killed him He showed time after time How I reject him I never cared about the sacrifice God had given I never cared about my life Or the way I lived it And now I'm died And it's too late to be forgiven Guilty of my crime, I'm sentenced to eternal prison It's dark, I'm alone, I feel my flesh burning What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Out your chest and you find that it's life after death What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Out your chest and you find that it's life after death now Got out of bed, it's the Started going off. I scratched my head and then I yawned. It was the crack of dawn. I'm praying, I'm thanking God that I got my job. I kissed my wife goodbye and then I walked across the lawn. Got in the car out the driveway and I'm riding on the road by the mall. Past the highway that I'm driving on. Slows the recall cause some guy was driving wrong. But I'm not mad, I just wonder why it's going on. I used the time to pray for my family and for my mom. I'm thanking God for the way my day is starting off. I changed lanes and I thought I was pulling on to the main lane. But doesn't that guy see my Green Honda, he straight came. Next thing it was the window shattered. Felt the great pain, my body being bruised and battered. It all changed, went black, and then I knew I had it. I caught blood, breathed my last breath, that was it. What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Out your chest and you find that it's life after death. What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last Got real quiet, opened my eyes to my surprise, I was real silent. I realized that I've died, now it's my judgment. Standing before the most high, now when all of a sudden he said to me, Why should I let you into my heaven? I told God, I never was a good person. He showed my life from all the times now that I was sinning. Every line to every curse to every bad decision. Through every lie to every word, there was nothing hidden. He showed when the sun died and how that I'd killed him. But he showed when I chose Christ and I didn't reject him. He showed the time when I took the love that God. And try to serve him through my life whenever I lived it And now I've died, but I thank God that I'm forgiven He wiped the tears from my eyes as I cried and thanked him Cause forever I'ma be with him just in heaven What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath out your chest And you find that it's life after death? What you gonna do when there's no time left? What you gonna do when you take your last step? What you gonna do when you breathe your last breath? Yeah.
been 3J in when the text came in They still up my fix My stomach bending, my thumb was trembling, no pun intended But I want to die when I saw it was him and it read KB This time is real, homie I can't live It was in all caps, but I knew we had no caps On his guns, I was pills, so I ripped out the door All the covers down on the floor, no shoes, I just walk on my tears Calling them over and over and over again While I'm throwing the car in the gear, could he be so selfish? Well, this heavy felt him, where I want the answer, answer, answer Jason, hello? Suicide, suicide, suicide Got one in the chamber that's waiting to take you right out tonight Don't roll the dice, roll the dice, roll the dice It's all on the table, it's all for the table, but what's the odds? Yeah, I'm parked in the street Left the car with the key, should I call the police? What if he turns it on me, then I looked up Is that him over for the sake? I can't think My tongue is as heavy as my heart, I can't speak Every time I blink, I'ma step closer My heart about the burst as I close up on the front door And get the doorbell a ring It was unlocked, so I ran to the top staircase As I stare, got a case on the floor Jason, open up, continue to knock Jason, open up, you ain't gotta do this What about the kids? Don't go to this You got reason to live, we can get through this Don't give in, and I heard moving And a voice I'll never forget, he said Stop it, stop it I'm about to cock it You really called back when I was in Iraq Just leave home, boy, I got this You know the truth is, I had to shoot kids I'm so guilty, and God might let it go But I'll never forgive me Oh, why not? The army never trained me to care You don't know the horror of living in the war zone And then coming back to civilian affairs I made my bed, the tables were set My wife moved out, I don't see my kids Everything that gave me meaning is gone The grief deep seated and bleeds to the bone I want out Suicide, suicide, suicide Got one in the chamber that's waiting to take you right out tonight Don't roll the dice, roll the dice, roll the dice No, I ain't have a word Not a story, not a verse It was silence I'm trying not to make this worse My brain, I googled and searched Nothing from school that would work with a group or the church So what do I do? Just fell to my knees and I started to blurt I don't understand this, I don't understand this But you've been looking to the weed in them dances Don't be kind by the J Nobody in the West got the answers Let's get established, your life isn't yours to demand it You can't do what you please Jason, I love you, but the next step is God, homie You ain't escaping the thing You know Jesus, he wanted to die in that garden Acquainted the man of the sorrows, but he kept up the fight Cause he knew joy it was coming tomorrow You haven't squeezed that revolver Cause you know that there's hope at the end of the tunnel Embrace it, no matter how faintly God is not silent, please hear what he says Jason! Yes, I, I, I got a friend, uh, he, he's locked himself in the bathroom, and I just heard a gun go off. Okay, calm down, sir. Are you able to get inside the room? Yeah, he... I he's see. got me locked out. Okay, hey, hey, try I to get inside the room. Hold on, I'm gonna try to... Sir? Hope is calling oh, you, okay, he, I see you. you. He dropped his I hear you. Sir, I'm gonna need you to calm down. Hope is calling you.
was like 10 in the morning I was still half asleep and sleepy eyes still yawning I checked my voicemail to see who'd been calling I turned on my computer, check email, logged on it Junk mail, junk mail, dog on it Everybody, they just trying to sell me their product But there was one email that just caught my optic It said suicidal, took the mouse, I clicked on it She said, Dear KJ, you don't know who I am what? You probably don't even care because I'm just another fan what? I doubt you ever read this now, but if you can Sometimes I slap my wrist and even cut my hand no. Feel all alone like nobody understands And I'm gonna end it tonight, I got the whole thing planned what? Pop pills, even though I'm on nightstand Sounds insane Oh, no, 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 I gotta be Wait a minute Type back. Why do you feel this way? Do you mind if I ask? What's the source and cause of the pain that you have? How'd you get this way? Is it something from the past? God cares about you. Hope you understand that. Please don't end your life. I'm begging, please write back. I finished typing. I sent the email quite fast. I bow my head and pray with the strength that I have. I said, Man, KJ, I didn't even know you'd write me. Let me explain why no one could ever like me. What? It all started when my father used to strike no. me. Break the view. It's nice and no. It's gone now, but I can't put it all behind me. Everybody hates you and you feel like you got no one that you can relate to And death feels just like the best place to escape to But that's a lie that Satan he just wants to tell you I'm sorry that you were abused, your father raped you But you gotta get some help cause nobody can make you I know it's hard to face but gotta give you strength too I know you got a lot of things you got to work through But with this help, see I know that you can break through I seen it myself all the times that it came through Hit me back, tell me what you think of what I sent you I'll be praying sincerely, age of 5'2 If I said the story had a happy ending But after that night, see, I never heard from her again That night I tossed and turned, lying on my bed And crying, praying with these thoughts running through my head And did she do it, take a life and wind up dead And or did she not choose it, just listen to what I said And maybe she never got the last one I was sending Is it my fault, was it something I should have mentioned? Every morning I would just check my email Check for any detail, hoping, praying she's well My emails came back saying that they'd fail No such address for number one fan at Hotmail Turned the weeks, weeks turned to months, and time went past, and I still just heard nothing. No letter, no email, I'm not even something. What happened to my number one fan? I'm still wondering. Hey y'all, 
KJ will be signing uh, over here at table two in just a minute, all right? What's up, man? What's up, man? I liked your show. Oh, you enjoyed the show, Yeah, huh? it was hot. Oh, uh, thanks, man. What's your name? Mike. Oh, here you go, bro. Thanks a lot, man. Peace. How's it going? It's Dale. What's your name? George. Okay. I like your stuff, man. Oh, uh, thanks, man. It's real hot. Here you go, bro. All right, man. Peace. How you doing? I'm all right. Could you make that out to your number one fan? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't catch that. What's to your num- You said number one. Number, number one fan. fan. What? No. What, what's your actual name? I'm your number one fan. Wait a minute. That's me. You're that person. Yeah, I wrote you that email. You're the. Dang, what? What's What's happened since I last talked to you? A whole lot's happened, but I'm better now. Thank you, KJ. in class. 
class who every day got brutally harassed. This went off the years until he decided that never again would he shed another tear. So he walked through the door, grabbed the 4-4 out of his father's dresser drawer and said, I can't take life no more. And like that, life can be lost. But 